0: Shut
1: up, and sit down. Today on Critical Mass, we're talking movies with our special guest, George Lucas. What? George? No George, no George Lucas, then. Joe. Who the hell is Joe? Uh, alright, stick around.
2: Yo, 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 welcome to Critical Mass, y'all. This be your live DJ coming to you straight out the ghetto. I tell you what.
1: I, what the fuck was that? I'm sorry, I was doing a new
2: thing. Uh, What? This is Critical Mass, everybody. Welcome. This This is is Critical Mass, and I'm sorry. This is a special episode Um, where we're going to be talking about movies. Movies. I'm just, can we go back to the intro for a second? Yeah, yeah, I'll do, let's start over. Okay, ready? And we're live here at Critical Mass. We're not live. We're not a live show. This is a podcast. But I'm saying words, and you can hear me live.
1: I I keep explaining this to him, and he doesn't get it. He tried to do the traffic report, if you guys remember last episode. <laughs> but, th- okay,
2: I was talking to our producer. Me? No, his name's Jeremy, He
1: lives outside. Jeremy that lives outside.
2: Hey, he lives under your... Are, uh, you, are you off your meds? You know your front steps? There's, a, like, a little hole down there. Yeah. Oh, I went under there last time. Oh. And this guy, Jeremy, who lives under there, he was telling me <laughs> that... Some things need to be changed on the show, so we kind of talked about it. And he's the producer now. I named him the producer.
1: Okay. So does this mean that there's a
2: little window just
1: above the, us? So he can see us. <laughs> oh my god! Does that mean that maybe the the people under the stairs is one of your movies on your top five? No, but I've never heard of it. Do you want to make fun of me for not hearing that? I mean, it's, knowing that it's a horror movie that the people it, under the stairs. Yeah, it's it was terrifying as a child, and then I watched it again. And I'm sure. Impressed. I'm sure Pickles has heard of it. Pickles. He probably no. He definitely has yeah. pickles. So um, yeah, today we're uh, listen here at Critical Mass. We've we've talked a lot about politics lately. A lot of stuff. Boring. A lot of things. Yeah, you know, and but you know, important important stuff. So our uh, our next venture, we wanted to kind of lighten it up a little bit. We want to talk about movies. Um, I fell asleep while you were explaining that. <clears throat> thank you. I appreciate that. Typically, you do fall asleep Milities. when I'm speaking. Um, now, movies. Why? Why movies, Dan? Can you can you tell us a little bit about that? Hmm. Why why we chose this? Escapism. Okay, escapism. If you could flesh that out with not with your flashlight, use use your words. Uh, I don't know. Why
2: are movies so great? I don't know. I think they take us to a different place. They do things for us. Some intellectuals like certain movies, you know, because it helps them think. Um, other people that are more emotional like the movies because it it brings up other feelings and it mm-hmm. makes them feel good. I like um, it. Other people like maybe visual people just love to watch shit get blown up. Um, but I think we all just enjoy not having to live in our real life for about an hour and a half, two hours.
1: I mean, absolutely. I mean, that's the biggest thing. I like the the term escapism you used. Um, Sometimes there's just a lot of shit going on in your life, or maybe just not. Maybe you're just wanting to escape for a little bit into someone else's world, someone else's problems, and make them your own for that two to three hours, or if it's a fucking Lord of the Rings movie, 17 and a half hours. Jesus. And you can just allow yourself to escape into that. So what
2: we'll do here is we'll introduce our guest this week. We have a guest. Um, (sighs) He goes by the name of
3: Terry. No, uh, actually, my name's Joe. We've we've known each other for mm, 18 years. I thought his name was
2: Joaquin. I'm so embarrassed. I'm very confused. (laughs) Is this the Critical Mass podcast? We might be in the wrong studio. Hold on. (laughs) This isn't a studio. Do I have to go? Anyways. um, So... You said Joe. <laughs> yeah, it's... Joe is here. You, you and, nailed it. Uh, Joe likes it. movies too. Joe's been watching movies his entire life. Uh, I spoke with his mom about this, Which is and she used to impressive. put uh, headphones onto her belly uh, while she was pregnant with him. Is that a fact? And just play all I'm... kinds of movies.
3: No, that never. Ha- I never okay. said that. Or... All right. No. So the- these
2: are alternative facts. You um, don't know okay. that they're not true. Here we go. No, I I know that I
3: no I couldn't be more certain of anything ever.
2: <laughs> Anyways, it's... Joe really likes movies. He knows his shit. He's smart. He's funny. Uh, Snappy and he's, dresser. And he's very strong. So we're not gonna wanna disagree with him too much today.
1: No, Joe will literally rip your face off. I've been told he's yeah. like a live bear. Yeah. that's
2: that's my finishing move. Right. And, finish you know, him. Here's a here's a little bit of a spoiler alert. For the listeners, uh, Rockness loves Star Wars. What? And if you are bored with the idea of Star Wars, then just turn this off right now. You
1: might want to stop.
2: We are going to be talking about a lot of things today, but Star Wars is going to be probably a good chunk of it. So, well, I mean, uh, let's let's not lie. Come on, you know you're getting you're getting a half chub right now what? just because I said you're wearing a Star Wars T-shirt. Because it's the movie
1: episode. And, I and I'm wearing
2: like... a Michael Bolton ep- shirt. What are you wearing, Joe? Oh, I'm that's Bloodsport. Blood oh,
1: blood which is sport. number
2: one. Uh, I'm going to, little little uh, prediction here. I'm
3: going to yeah. guess that Office Space is on your top five movies. because uh, you're uh, why, uh,
2: why, why, uh, uh, of course yeah. it is. Ooh, good call. Was this subconscious? No. <gasps> it might be. I think it be. was because I wasn't thinking about it. Anyway, should I change my name? <laughs> <laughs> He's the one yeah. who sucks. Hey, let's just quote all day. You
1: well, fuck. I mean, it's a you gonna dumb ha- fuck. It's going to have... Fuck you. I'm telling
2: you This is what we've done, folks. We gave each other assignments. Yep. So I gave the two of them a movie to watch. Rock gave Joe and I a movie to watch. And Joe gave the Rockness and myself a movie to watch. So let-
3: I think I gave the worst movie. But it, it wasn't like I thought this is great, so I wanted to assign you this movie. Okay. It was just... Like I had told you, they were honestly just a few movies I had seen recently.
2: And right. Now, you we decided that we would watch the 2016 version of Ghostbusters. Yes, that mm. was
1: Joe's pick, was the 2016 version of Ghostbusters. Right. Then, Dan, your pick was Raiders of the Lost Ark, right. Indiana Jones. Yes. Um, fantastic pick. Obviously. In fact, I really liked all of our picks, Joe. I, 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 was a big yeah. f- I went to the theater to see the Ghostbusters film, the new one. Really?
3: I didn't even do that. And mm. Ghostbusters... Um, Spoiler alert, it is not on my top five, but
1: like wow. I was telling
3: Dan, it was the first movie I really have memory of watching. Yep, same. And I used to just rewind it and yep. watch it again, and yep. I knew it by heart by the time I was like four. How yep. many times did you watch the
2: scene where it goes, Winston...
3: Oh, I used to reenact all the scenes too. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, I had a proton pack. Oh yeah, I had, I had a the trap. I had the trap. Yep. Oh man. Hell yeah. Hell, we we we're definitely
1: with Star Wars. I think Ghostbusters is definitely going to be a conversation today.
3: Good to know we were cut Absolutely. from the same nerdy nosebleed cloth.
1: Right. That's very true. And rockness.
2: What I chose what's the movie that you uh, gave
1: us to watch the original Star Wars film, uh, retitled to Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Um, original date 1977. Um, I didn't really need to go that much detail. I could have just said Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. But I just got detailed with it.
3: Once, once Dan said uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, I was thinking, oh shit, I, I should have suggested Blade Runner and then we would have stuck with Harrison Ford. Ooh, a little Ford Harrison Adventures. Ford
2: <laughs> action. Blade Runner, classic. Well, here's, let me, just, let me just jump right into this. When Rockness suggested that we watch Star Wars, I, I watched the first one and then felt compelled to watch two and three of the original. Well, hang on. but Say it right for the actual Star Wars nerds. Episode four, five, and six. No, Dan, say it Thank exactly you. Uh, how you said it, please. Well, <laughs> one, two, and three. I'm going to be making those mistakes, the too.
1: Abominations, man. The Whatever. Pre-quels. They fucking
2: know what I mean. So when I was watching this, I was like, oh, the only reason I would even watch any more of this is because of Harrison Ford.
1: Okay, go go into that for a second. I need that's to... a little
2: harsh. I think I exaggerated there. I, I think, think what so I too. really mean to say <laughs> is I think he's my favorite part of the whole series. His character, Han Solo. Really? Yeah.
1: So let's go, you know what? Let's go ahead and start, Dan. We're going to well, start with you.
2: Well, that's what I'm saying. I already started. I don't know if the listeners want to call you. I said I was jumping right in.
1: He's yeah. I'm not Harrison, 100% in love with your
2: tone right now. Harrison I did Ford notice is... you were fiddling with things, though.
3: Yeah, getting out your diet. You know what?
2: I quit
1: okay for, uh, sit down so harrison
3: ford is kind of the the jack burton of the star wars movie isn't he First jack burton uh, big trouble in little china all right move on go <laughs> he,
2: uh, josh, i don't know if he was nervous or scared there if josh his ever own listens anger. to
3: this he'll agree with me uh, if he's ever seen star wars too i guess okay so that leads okay so that led me to harrison
2: world. ford now because i was trying to come up with movies for you guys to see okay that that you guys had access to because we don't have blockbusters anymore they're gone i don't know if you know that we can't just say hey go down to the corner and grab this movie that is most likely on their shelves
1: that's yeah that's it's a sad thing
2: it is so if it's not on netflix if it's not on hulu or crackle or anything that you can stream if you even have that ability then you're gonna have to what go to the library because that's what what i did that's what you did i had to go to the library to get star wars isn't that sad
1: I mean, it's sad that you didn't have it in your movie collection. Really, that's my. Well, am least I'm thinking. Uh, you
2: only had the Blu-ray versions. Yeah, you would think that you would have VHS, standard DVD, Blu-ray, Laser Disc.
1: I had VHS. I don't know where it is. Um, I had wow. DVDs. Lance was Loser. leaving for Lance was leaving for Colorado. I realized that Lance did not have the Star Wars collection, so I gave him my. Probably because he doesn't set. give a shit. No, uh, he, every man should have it. As part, you know <laughs> every what? man. You know what? Uh, do you have a drill? Why don't you... What? I
2: have a drill. Okay, just checking. Oh, that
1: makes me a man now? Yeah.
2: Having a power <laughs> drill.
1: Tell you what, I got it wear it counts, pal.
2: Oh. Anyway. In his little finger. So <laughs> so that led me to, well, okay, I really like Harrison Ford, mm. and one of the greatest... Well, now it's not a trilogy, there's a fourth one, is uh, Indiana Jones, I grew up watching those movies, they were fantastic, and I said, let me watch Raiders. And I was like, you know what, this is this is a great movie, I'm going to make them watch this. So
3: Incidentally, um, Raiders of the Lost Ark was probably like my maybe third movie, like Ghostbusters, that oh, wow. I became obsessed with.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on that one, Joe.
3: And a little shinfo, um, Raiders of the Lost Ark was referenced in Jeopardy's final uh, answer. Where the question was like, um, or or the, yeah, the answer was like, whatever. Um, It was like uh, Charlton Heston's 1954 uh, character in the movie. It was like Secrets of the Incas or something, but the wardrobe inspired the uh, wardrobe for this character 27 years later. And so I was thinking like Charlton Heston, Secrets of the Incas, the movie was obviously 1981, and I actually got it right. Guest,
2: oh wow, Indiana
3: Jones. One of the very rare times I get any Jeopardy question correct. Oh, I get most of them correct. Don't you?
1: <laughs> um, I I do well. Yeah, but not always or often. or I, really I not wait, at all.
3: I wait for the first one I get right, and then I change the channel.
2: Right. So I can feel smart. So, Rockness and uh, Joe. What do you think of Raiders? What what made it so great? Or well, what were some of its downfalls? Okay, well,
1: may And by I the tell- way, I
2: want to mention the statutory rape, but we'll get into that later.
1: Go ahead. Okay. Um, Joe, do you want to go, or do you want me to uh, start?
2: Please,
3: please.
1: Okay, so Raiders of the Lost Ark, and the, the entire Indiana Jones um, collection, yeah. really, Um Kind of for me harks back to um, spending time with my dad. Um, my dad was a huge Indiana Jones fan, um, and stop! I'm gonna cry. Oh, stop! Um, <laughs> and he kind of got he's he kind of got me into those movies. And at the time, I was already a huge Star Wars fan. Yeah. So it was like, okay, so I get to see Han Solo in our universe in our time. Right. Um, with a whip, a freaking fancy cool hat. Um, he's you know, by day he's a college professor, but by night he is an archaeologist that, for some reason, fights Nazis. And and let's be honest, if there's one group of people everyone really hates except for the uh, all of the Trump supporters, is Nazis. (laughs) So I mean, couldn't help it. You couldn't couldn't help it. Really couldn't help it. I couldn't (laughs) help telling the truth. Anyway, um, but yeah. in all seriousness, it, it does remind me, uh, the biggest part for me, and I'm going to probably bring this up a lot because my dad inspired my love of movies, is that it was one of those things where let's put on Raiders of the Lost Ark and let's watch that together. And just just the scenes, uh, all of it, the dialogue, I mean, I love those, those movies, um, all of them. But Raiders, for me, will forever be... I mean, it was our first introduction to Indiana Jones. You know, and Raiders. Right, of course. It's the um, first
2: yeah, one. It's the first one.
1: So, for me, I mean, only an
2: idiot would look at a trilogy and think that the second movie is the
1: better one. Let's uh, uh, let's, let's save that for the top five.
3: I was about to say Terminator. But uh, now now that has, what, like fucking four of them that yeah. no one cares about? But about.
1: Let the second Terminator was freaking awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the second Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom, I feel, was the worst of all of them. No, Kingdom of the mm-hmm. Crystal Skull was the worst than Temple of Doom. Right. Um, I didn't even see the fourth one.
2: It's kind of funny that...
1: That's sad. Was, Just see it. Was was Temple you're
3: not going to like it.
2: Okay. <laughs> Just see it. Was
3: Temple of Doom the Sean Connery one? No, that no, was... No, that was
1: Raiders of the... No, no. that was... Oh, that was uh, the Last Crusade. Really, I last guess crusade. I missed him. The Last Crusade. <laughs> the little, yeah, la- and that was to me, to me, Raiders and The Last Crusade. They just keep changing positions. Yeah, yeah, as like, to Which one's the best? Right. Because right, of Connery. Right. Because of fucking Connery. Oh, I know. He's fantastic. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. The fantastic.
2: dialogue that they have together as father and son. It's it's, and this is why I think that the Indiana Jones series is so strong, and in my opinion, better than star wars hear me out better in my opinion we're gonna come back to that in my opinion because i guess this will be a two-part there's more there's more humor involved like
1: harrison ford has a very dry sense of humor he does did you hear what he said in the recent interview about star wars no (laughs) so the the next star wars anthology film is going to be star wars young han solo Okay, and the the reporter, like on some kind of red carpet thing, I don't know what it was. Harrison was like, "Oh, are you excited to see uh, the young you?" Mm -hmm. As you know, uh, for and he straight faced, completely serious. No, not at all. (laughs) I'm not excited at all. And they're like. (laughs) Oh, and he's like, I st- I still don't get Star Wars. I was in the movies. I don't understand it. I don't get why. It's so- and it's true. That's always been his attitude. He wanted yeah. to be killed off almost immediately because he didn't want to do the movies anymore. Wow. So you talk about dry sense of humor. I mean, yeah, to, part of it was being funny. But let's be honest. Yeah, he was just a straight shooter. He was shooter. being serious.
2: Yeah. But like the scene in where he's with his father and they're tied to the chairs mm-hmm. back to back and he's – yeah. Trying to talk to one another, but they keep looking the wrong way. They figure out their Eskimo brothers. Dad, buddies, dad, their, dad. Their Eskimo brothers. Yeah. Because, <laughs> they, yes, they slept with the they, same they woman. They fucked the same chick. Um, yeah, so that's, for me, why it makes the series a little bit more watchable, because it's peppered in with humor here and there.
3: What movie was it where, I just saw a movie where this chick was like, I'm sleeping with your dad. It, the nice guys, right?
2: I I was going to watch it last night, but I had to babysit. Okay, well, for anybody The nice guys. Yeah. um, Completely impertinent. Russell Crowe and Fuckface that everybody likes so much. Actually, I like him too. What's his name? Ryan Ryan Gosling. Oh, Gosling? I I kind of love Gosling. Yeah, You know what? I do really like him, but I don't understand why women find him like a level 11 attractiveness. First of all, he's Canadian. First of all. What does that have
1: to do with it? Canadians are beautiful people. What,
2: Alex Trebek. I'm not saying he's ugly by any means. I think he's a good-looking guy. I just don't see the immediate panty-dropping level hotness. Do you know what
1: I'm saying? The, every time I see him, the tip of my cock becomes very wet. That's you gotta. I think that's syphilis, buddy. <laughs> Goddamn! Um, I got to go to the free clinic again.
2: What was I saying? So yeah, like the nice guys you mentioned, Joe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's peppered in with this humor. That's why I like. Uh, the Indiana Jones series a little bit better than Star Wars because Star Wars is just so fucking serious. All was fucking
1: well, maybe two and a
2: half hours of people being serious. I don't know.
1: Do you, there, was, there was humor uh, smattered into Star Wars, but you're right, not as much as Indy. I'll agree with you. Yeah, Actually, um,
3: you. George Lucas did the story to Raiders of the Lost Ark. That is correct. And okay. uh, there was even uh, a yeah. uh, little engraving in the the well of souls scene where they're trying to like lift up the arc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's an engraving of R2, D2 and C3PO. No a f- way. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah.
1: Also in temple of doom in the beginning, that club where the all sh- hell breaks loose and there's the machine guns, you know, what the name of the club was no club, Obi-Wan. Wow. Yeah. You, it, the sign of the club. Does, right, the does that
3: have something to do with star Wars?
1: Joe, I am going to literally leap across this table. Okay, so Raiders of the Lost Ark opens. Yes. And
2: immediately I'm thinking, Harrison Ford is a national treasure and a hero, and here's why. America. I don't know where they filmed that scene, but what fucking human being wears a leather jacket
1: in the jungle? Indiana fucking Jones. Have you
3: ever seen a TV show? Um, Ah, fuck. The Walking Dead? No. <laughs>
1: I, I don't watch... It's, Critical don't watch Mass it. does not support The Walking Dead. I, well, I'm not even Rock necessarily... I'm
3: just talking about dressing inappropriately warm for no reason. For no reason. reason. Yeah. Just because it looks cool. It, well, I, I guess you could... If you want to defend The Walking Dead, which these days I really don't, but... Yeah. Y- you would say that it's to, you know, stay consistent with the comics, I guess, which I didn't read and I don't give a shit about. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> That's, but yeah, just so, so I'm, I'm watching a this show.
2: and I'm like, dude is dressed to the nines and clearly it's hot. Like you could see the dude's got a tan because he's been out in the sun so long. Right? right. With a young, what was that? Alfred Molina?
1: I don't know. Who, who are you talking about? He would play Doc Ock in Spider-Man 2. He, oh, he's that, been yes, in a yes. lot of movies. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, yeah they're out there. They're
2: sweating. He's dirty. Let me, he, get, let me he, get his name. He almost, I, looks, he almost looks African. I mean, he is dark. And he's wearing this leather fucking jacket in the jungle? I mean, yeah. That's, Can you imagine just standing Molina, on set waiting for lighting to you. get correct? Yes. Like, just hot as balls. Well, if
3: you had a leather jacket
2: that you looked that good in, would you ever take it off? <laughs> I'd wear it everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good point, Joe. This is why we bring you on. This is why
1: we have Joe here. See, then, you later, guys. So
2: I that was my first problem was that all right, clearly they have an image they want you to see him as, you know. yep This cool motherfucker with a leather jacket, a cool whip and a hat. Uh, he whip. doesn't give shit from anybody. A uh, whip. Whip. Why is that? Cuz you're whip. whispering into it. Whip. Um then so that bothered me, but not too much. Okay. Then he goes to the bar where he meets the, the young Ms. woman. Miss Ravenwood. Right. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, you scorned me, and I'm going to fucking slap you across the face. And she's like,
1: I was just a girl. I watched this twice, by the way, since you've asked me yeah. to watch it.
2: She's like, yeah. I, I didn't was... watch it at all. Cause I, she I, didn't say I just a girl. It. She also alluded to the fact that she was underage.
1: Things were yeah well, that, that and would, then he's like so that then. would
3: that would make her the first underage female to have sex in I, I think the history of
1: Well then but with
2: with a man who was not underage.
1: Yes. Now And he
2: was like, you know what you were doing.
1: Yes. guess <laughs> He did.
2: So there's statutory rape in the first 10 minutes of the movie.
1: Well, discussion of statutory right, rape. Right, that's what I mean. But, you know, listen to me. First of all, he's Indiana Jones. Right. Yeah, He can do whatever he wants. Oh, okay. Number
3: one. Okay. Number Bill two, O'Reilly. She wanted it.
1: Number two. <laughs> Number two, it was a different time. Right. Um. Not acceptable, still. But normal, I guess. Enough. Well, that's the thing. There, I'm not, I don't. I don't want to defend this, so I'm just not going to.
2: Right. Well, I just just thought it was a funny little, like, did they just kind of casually mention that
1: she was underage? I just just don't want to defend this, so I'm not going to bother. Let's move on.
2: Well, (laughs)
3: then having Sean Connery in. Oh, my gosh. Oh, right. Yeah, (laughs) white beater.
2: I (laughs) I smack her around a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah, What a weirdo. Okay, Okay, so. Okay, Sean. And then the rest of the movie was smooth sailing for me.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was, everything was...
3: But it's funny, though, because I, I think within their relationship, it seems like she's kind of the more powerful of the two, right?
2: Aggressive and, personality, yeah. yeah. And... Very. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it ends up where everybody, like, they, they go on a unicorn ride over a rainbow, and then everybody just gets ice cream at the end of it. I'm, I'm really not sure what movie you watched. Anyway, so that's why I wanted you guys to watch I thought it was cool. Um, obviously, you think it's great. I love the
1: Indiana Jones. Jones I mean, it's yeah, Spielberg, it's Lucas, Harrison Ford. What yeah. more could a Star Wars fan really ask for? Yeah.
3: Except Star Wars, maybe.
1: Maybe. <laughs> it's true. Do we want to get and into the Star Wars nonsense? No, I mean, uh, maybe we should talk about um, Ghostbusters. Okay.
2: So there was a big to-do
1: about well, wait. Female wait st- hang on. Stop a second. Okay. Joe, did you? Uh, I I feel yeah. like. What about Raiders? Talk talk to us about Raiders first. Oh, that's a good, good backtrack.
3: Yeah. Good good thinking. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I I I think you guys pretty much said it all. I,
0: yeah. I, if you want to yeah, leave, I don't I think mean, that's why I'm leaving. we am only a i a question. You know what?
1: Feel like you guys said it all. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I all uh, uh, no, no. said.
3: Bye. Really glad to be, be on, guys. <laughs> so glad but, um, to be here. Yeah, no, if I want to fucking say something, I will. Yeah, um, God damn it. Thanks fucking for trying to,
2: Yeah. So... Don't, don't push me. So you got nothing? Joe, what do you think of Raiders? I,
3: I, it's, it's hard for me to go back and analyze the movie as an adult and try to be all intelligent and articulate and stuff because I loved it when I was fucking five. <laughs> so I, I, I guess the same reasons you did. I, I mean, it's a great adventure right. kind of like star wars is um, yeah. it is an adventure it's, you're right it, he's he's like a nerdy ass superhero you know yeah. yeah professor by day and you know that, why he wields a, yip, a whip i don't know but um instead of well he does use the gun in that one scene actually the scene where he shoots the dude with the sword yes. instead of, he was supposed to use his whip but right. they all had fucking food poisoning <laughs> So yep. uh, they did a bunch of takes where he couldn't get it right with the whip, and uh, eventually, uh, Spielberg was like, er, "He Harrison Ford suggested to just shoot him," and Spielberg yeah. was like, "Yeah, definitely, let's go with it."
1: Yeah, uh, it's so funny. It's yeah. so funny. Well, Harrison Ford did a lot of ad libbing um, in a lot of his movies. Like there was that where he suggested, "I'm gonna just let me just shoot him," and then in Star Wars too, one of the most famous lines of the entire trilogy was completely ad libbed by him. Yeah.
3: Well, Which for me was?
1: i think go ahead you don't know no i think uh the greatest love scene in any movie ever she when he's about to go be frozen in carbonite princess the original line was princess leia was supposed to say i love you and he was supposed to say i love you too and he just said but he said i know and, and, and he just jumps in that was just the uh, to that to this day that's one of the most iconic i mean lo- i mean it was badass well yeah because he just yeah. Like, he knew, and then, before then, if you remember, what, what made it all the more, where he was definitely, that was his way of saying, it was Han Solo's way of saying, I love you, too, mm-hmm. was, right before that, Chewie goes apeshit and starts throwing stormtroopers, right. and he was telling me, you need to stop, you need to stop, you need to stop, listen, I'm to going care. to be gone, you need to take care of the princess, she needs you now, Yeah, she needs you now, you, you come back for me later, and that, that, kind of, towards this woman... You know, of whom you just kind of think he fucking hates, <laughs> just can't stand. He's annoyed
2: by her, by the very just least.
1: annoyed by her existence. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that's him. Uh, you know, I and then she she sees that she's with her feel. If you also, if you read the novelization, um, Shadows of the Empire. Yeah, it's funny that Leia actually, you actually get to read about Leia's mindset. I know, I said I love you, and his response was, I know. What does that even mean? Um, but anyway, it's very, it's, it's deeper. But anyway, that was Harrison Ford. That's what he did. He peppered in his own shit, and it always turned out but well. But
2: also texturally for me, Raiders and the Indiana Jones series. Yes. To use a snobby word like texturally. Texturally. Uh, <laughs> okay, Star Wars is lasers and space. And, I mean, it's more, and but okay. Aliens that don't exist. And You don't know that. And Indiana Jones is guns and fist-to-fist combat and leather jackets and whips. Leather jackets. You know so what I mean? That sounds really homoerotic. Like, I and... guess yeah, – <laughs> yeah. I guess I enjoyed watching something that I felt a little closer to reality
1: yeah some i mean you know what i mean people uh, there are people that are i've talked to many people because our, our buddy captains the same way it's called your suspension of disbelief and yeah. some people are gonna want are gonna be graft g- kinda kind of drift more towards movies that are either feasible or something that's within our timeline but then have an issue with like sci fi because it doesn't have to do with it they feel like they can't um what's the word i'm looking for uh can't um Suspend their disbelief. Well, that, but like they can't relate, I guess. Yeah. And for me, well, I'll talk about Star Wars. So later in later the about. third,
2: in the third, in in Return of the Jedi, there's a big battle scene at the end,
1: the Battle of Endor,
2: and one of the big triangular ships, uh, Star Destroyer, Star Destroyer, gets blown up, and the massive one, the biggest one. I don't know, but it it starts to tip. Down as if it's sinking in an ocean and yeah.
1: falling on top of another big ship, okay, so that was the destruction of Executor, which was the flagship, and that's also Darth Vader's personal ship,
2: right, so that gets blown up in space and Correct. all of a sudden sinks in an area where there's no gravity uh, Do, did did you see that one yes i I did, yeah, so <laughs> it you. sinks like like a boat would sink, yes. into another ship, yes, Suspension I'm like this of disbelief.
1: is this is space, it should just be floating it should that, just yeah. That gets fixed in other. There's explanations that are sounds like you long-winded. don't have an explanation. Everything else
3: was plausible enough. to... <laughs> <laughs>
1: and that's thank you. Just, you know what? I Joe didn't. Said, I didn't no, but come
2: on, I'm watching
1: they a space late, movie, and one of them I,
3: sinks like a
2: boat in the ocean. ocean. Well, where did the, the, the where did
3: relate? the explosion come from? The top of the ship? Because there's no. It was gravity, all so. over.
2: You you gotta
1: watch the scene, dude. It's like, are you? Come on, really? Jedi laser swords, blaster pistols, and this is your suspension of disbelief. Is a sinking? Come on. I mean, come on. Well, that looks dumb. (laughs) Like of all the things in the movie, this is what it's like. It's like
2: what a seven-year-old would do when he's
1: pretending in a bathtub. It's a come on. Well, maybe they had. Maybe they're. You know what? Okay. Well,
3: Star Wars wasn't exactly known for its special effects, all right? <laughs> yeah,
1: right. <laughs> Not at all. Right. Not at all. So, uh, Joe, did, yeah,
2: on the scale of 1980s big blockbuster movies, where would you place the Indiana Jones slash Raiders? Ooh, I like this question. Whew. Wow.
3: That's tough, Dan, because you're bringing up some bringing up amazing the, movies.
2: The is and the Star Wars, I'll, I'll include Star Wars and in that. Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. God, Lethal Predator. Uh, Predator. Yep.
1: Terminators. A lot of good Rocky films. Um, yeah. the only good Rocky films. Wow. See,
3: I loved Raiders of the Lost Ark, but I, I don't know. Uh, what What am I supposed to place the movie like in a top ten or? I mean, just just how it ranks in general. Would you
2: even include it in the top five
3: of of eighties blockbusters? Yeah, Um, probably not. No.
2: Wow. But
3: that being said, I love the movie. Right. I mean. Right.
2: Okay. No. Enough said. Enough said. It's enjoyable. It's great. Um. Let's see here. Joe, you had us. I, I think
3: I like movies. Wise, I think first of all, like I'm no fucking cinema historian. You are. Or, you, you're wearing like a badge. self <laughs> Yeah, okay, so I'm a cinema historian, but, like, <laughs> not a not a pretentious jerky one. Right, right.
1: right. You're not like, you know, I us. I
3: think I'm like the Homer Simpson, mm-hmm. uh, like, the episode where he was um a food critic, where he just fucking loved everything. <laughs> yeah. like just my worst rating yet, seven thumbs up. Um... <laughs>
0: I love. How I, I think that's <laughs> how I am with
3: movies, it. which makes it really hard for me to create like top five lists and stuff. Mm, yeah, because I I just love all movies. Well, that's a good. Except thing, a I lot guess. of them.
1: That's a good thing. Well, I it's guess. Yeah. and going on that same line, Joe, you're absolutely right. Like I think you said earlier, not to be pretentious, but you have like a top fifty list, and to parse that down to five, which we're going to discuss later. And I completely agree. Too much. Yeah. I have like a. I have like a uh, a top twenty, and but that 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 is always changing. Like it's always moving,
2: depending yes, yeah. on the
1: month, the week, uh, what underwear I'm wearing. Some yeah, movies get relegated I, to definite, the bottom. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah,
3: that's absolutely true. And I was thinking about this on the way here, and I'm like, that's especially true. I think for comedies, as far as. How they yes. can pop around in your your favorites list. So oh, yeah. true. So tough. Because I on the way here, I was um, trying to decide between three comedies for the top five list. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I, I got to go with today, right now. And I made my choice, which I, I won't give away just this Okay, second. so let's get back Not on track. Yet. Yeah. So
2: Joe had us watch... And I didn't have to watch because I'd just seen it pretty recently. And I've it's seen like it like six the 2016 version of Ghostbusters, a.k.a. the female version.
1: Yes, which makes me angry and happy at the same time.
2: Well, yeah. yeah. So my un- – unfortunately for me, it didn't stick with me
1: as the original hmm. two did. Well, yeah. I mean it wasn't meant to. And if you, if you went into the theater thinking that it was going to – then that's on you. Right. That's and it's unfortunate
2: fault. just because we were all five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, somewhere in that range when we first saw those first Ghostbusters. I, I think
3: Ghostbusters came out in eighty four. So You were w- negative. <laughs> yeah, negative. Yeah. Uh, Same.
2: But still we're all very young and impressionable when we saw those. So Absolutely. of course they're gonna be just so important to us. And they then you we'll come back PG. as adults to watch an updated version. Like let's just say they were men in this version, like they originally had planned on, correct?
1: Well <clears throat> for years there were a lot of scripts that were okay. written and rewritten and moved and yeah. shuffled and shaked. Um, you know that there were a group of people that actually thought Ghostbusters three had already come out like years ago. And like I actually had an argument with a the person They're like there's three Ghostbusters. I was like, What the fuck planet do you <laughs> right, live just, on? Yeah, yeah. I'm
2: trying to make a point and I'm <laughs> gonna get lost here. I okay. said, when I ask you a simple question, I want a simple answer. Is that understood?
1: not not a critical mass man there's okay nothing so to we do what was the question because I, I blacked out we were young oh, it, it, we it's song.
2: not fair that people were saying oh this isn't as good because there's females in it which is I, fucking stupid i think it's the problem is that simply that no it's just nothing ever is going to live up to the originals Correct. that's
3: it i i kind Correct. of uh i had a conversation along uh, based on this well it wasn't really a conversation so much as Facebook uh, uh, stuff. Yeah. well Russ was uh, he he posted the that it bastard. trailer yeah that
2: does what anyone like him no I hate him okay keep going
3: I thought I unfriended him already <laughs> I, I think he just creates new Facebook accounts is he right.
2: engaged?
1: yeah he is he got engaged finally Engaged. continue Joe I thought they were already yeah, doesn't God. really matter let's move on yeah
3: Um, so he, he posted the it trailer, the Mm -hmm. new it, of course, and asked me what I thought of it. And I, my first thought was like, well, I, I saw the movie it when I was a kid, but it didn't resonate with me. I didn't grow up loving that movie and it didn't really scare the hell out of me as a kid, the way it did with other people. So not being a huge fan of the original, I didn't feel that sort of immediate, and, you know, innate sense of indignation that a lot Good of point. big fans feel when right. their their movie is remade. It's which like is when your dad
2: leaves and then your mom starts dating someone new, no matter how hard he
1: tries, he ain't your real dad. Yeah. Oh, no. And will never live up to that. And you have right. to make sure you remind him of that like yes. literally every single day. Yeah. Right. And make his life as miserable as possible. Right. But, but you would do that with the movies.
3: It's a lot right. like the new Star Trek. In many ways, it's superior, but will never be as good as the original.
1: I don't know. Uh, I hate Star you're Trek.
3: Quoting,
2: you're quoting right now, right?
3: Yeah. Wayne's World. Uh, yeah.
1: Well done. Well done. All right. Anyways. No, but going back to so going back to Ghostbusters, and on your point of the women, yeah, and and your point of not, you know, it's never going to be the original. Yeah, is I went. First of all, I read all the reviews. And let me tell you something. There are some fucking terrible people that exist on the internet. Like literally people that should be shot and killed. Yeah. Um, Um,
3: I don't think so. I think they're all pretty (laughs) reasonable, pretty good people. Yeah, pretty fair
1: people. For someone, for people's, their review of Ghostbusters 2016 was, they're women and women aren't funny. What that tells me is you don't know anything about movies. And if you own a gun, you should put it in your mouth and pull the trigger. That's just how I feel. How do, you, how do you look at Melissa McCarthy and not laugh? I know. She's hysterical. They, they she, got four of the funny, as far as I'm concerned, they got four of the funniest women in show business right now. I would have to agree. They did an amazing job. Yeah. Kristen Wiig, Melissa McCarthy, um, God damn it. The Leslie girl from Jones. SNL. The, Leslie the black Jones, girlfriend and the white girl. Leslie Joe. She, she has a name Kate McKinnon. And Kate, Kate McK- McKinnon. Yes. Kate Thank McKinnon. John. I'm she sorry?
3: was I, I think she was my favorite one. Possibly. Yes, mine too. Yes. Mine Agreed. too.
1: She is fucking hysterical. Yeah. I don't I don't care what she's in, what she's doing, any sketch in SNL, she makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. And you know what's cool too? Is she has the ability to be fucking stunningly beautiful too. Like uh-huh. she can be d- grotesquely strange and make you very like uncomfortable. The, like the weirdo, yeah. Character, yeah. She does that so well and then boom, you look at another picture of her and you're like, damn woman goddamn I and, and he's, he's touching himself I'm right now,
0: so
1: <laughs> not yet but I was so angry at the backlash because I was like are you kidding me and then the shit that Leslie Jones got oh, because yeah. she's a black woman wait a minute I've never heard of this before a black woman in a movie that's so <laughs> weird a black woman <laughs> in a comedy oh my god this is new and uncharted territory yeah first of all Leslie Jones is funny she fit her part perfectly yeah she was a subway worker who knew the city really well. Dude, she when she got she jumped funny. off
2: the stage of the uh, to crowd surf. Oh and no yeah, one I, I, I mean that's it's, it for me. Oh I'm my dying. god,
1: I was dying, dude. Yeah. She's talented. Oh, oh now I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, she has a talent. I, yeah. I, I think it's
3: you'd be really hard pressed to say that she didn't contribute way more comedically than uh, Ernie Hudson did because she did. I mean, she was... Oh, yeah, yes, you know I agree. I mean? Yeah, so, she did.
2: You're right. Well, this that, that, that's great. another, I think, major difference was that the originals, <clears throat> most of those characters were the straight man. And you had Bill Murray really doing the comedic parts. Oh, yeah. But his, again, his sense of humor was really weird and strange. Very dry, very
1: dark. Right. Some of his funniest moments were... Like, like, for instance, when he goes into Sigourney Weaver's apartment and he, he lifts up the piano thing and he, they hate that. They hate <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> like, I just like, la- I was dying laughing. And that's all it was. <laughs> yeah. But it's Bill Murray. Yeah.
3: I, I still, I, I, like, all the time reference the part where he's like, they're in the hotel. Come in, Ray. <laughs> just his delivery. and Yeah. <laughs> yeah, banking. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. It's right here, Ray. <laughs> it's looking at me.
1: Or, or when yeah. she's, uh, when she, when, when, uh, she's Zulu, there is no Dana, only Zool. <laughs> My, what a wonderful singing voice you have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just like little things I, like right. that. I,
3: right. I think... um
1: Oh, Zoolie, Zoolie, you nut.
3: <laughs> that's why I think uh, Kate McKinnon did the best, because I think her comedic delivery... I mean, I'm not gonna say she's as funny as Bill Murray. That's ridiculous. But I mean, I, uh, I think she came closest to filling that Bill Murray void. Yeah, and of course he he did have his cameo. But yeah.
1: And the cameos, I think, were great. I liked that they got Harold Ramis uh, right out front, got yeah. him done and over with, because I was very concerned about how they were going to do Harold Ramis. I think they did it tastefully. I think they did it well.
2: Wait, remind me. How did they do that? He There's had a, a bust. <laughs> bust
1: of his head, and it said, uh, oh, like, that's prof- right. Professor Egon Spengler. I would say yeah. in, the,
2: in the hallway. Correct. Of, yeah. Right at yeah. the, the beginning of the movie. Yeah.
1: I was happy about it, yeah. um, because when he passed away, I mean, Egon, to me, Egon died. You know, like, Harold Ramis, yeah, let's talk about Harold Ramis' fucking career. Let's talk about his resume, Caddyshack, yeah. uh, Ghostbusters 1 and 2. Uh, he didn't uh, have much of a career. No, he didn't,
3: no But I, it's kind of, I mean, Ghostbusters and then what? I mean, yeah. Kind
2: of a... <laughs> Honey, I Shrunk Something. Uh, no, I'm sorry. That's that. I'm. Sorry. I'm I started thinking about um, you Rick Moranis. Okay, so we're definitely
1: not talking about Rick Moranis. <laughs> but did Rick Moranis <laughs> have a guys. cameo in the? No, he was the one of the. He was the only one because Sigourney Weaver came in at the end and did her cameo. Yeah. Well, why not? Come on, Rick. Where have you been? He he left movie. He made his nut. He made yeah. his money, and yeah. then he said, "I want to raise a family," and then left movies. Oh, so you can't go to LA for a month. Uh, well, yeah, exactly because um, Mel Brooks. God, what is he? One hundred and twelve at this point, Mel Brooks. Don't yeah. exaggerate. It's one nine. One oh, okay, one hundred nine. Wow. I am sorry. He wants to do Spaceballs 2,
2: but yeah, has made it very that.
1: clear I will not do Spaceballs two without Rick Moranis. So until Rick Moranis comes out of hiding, yeah, then we're not doing it. And for me, it's like Rick, buddy, pale. Okay, do it. Do the fucking movie. Let me watch it and enjoy my. Let me relish. Let me get. Let me have some member berries. Member, member, member. Spaceballs. Stop. Mm. So... Fuck you. Tell me to stop again. Watch what happens. It's definitely one of those
2: movies that you should have on your shelf when you're sick. It's a rainy day and you just want a nice little pick-me-up. Which? The 2016 version yeah. of Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I, I would have happily watch that it's again. It's fun... Yeah. I didn't necessarily like the the hunky guy character, their secretary, Chris Hemsworth. I thought he was funny as fuck. I I, I, no, I, I didn't care. I'm for not that saying anymore. that he wasn't funny. What I, I mean is like
1: I don't know. I just felt like his little one liners. Did you know an aquarium is actually a submarine for fish? <laughs> I was yeah, like, that's,
3: that's um exactly what i didn't like about it really yeah please just,
1: can you explore that for a second i it's
3: just personal taste i just didn't find it funny and i i thought they spent too much time with that too um on his character with, with the four, him being dumb yeah and, and just like and he was dumb with the cast they had I, i'm like i get it he's really dumb and it, but yeah. he's attractive and you know it's like can, I, I want more of you know, these four characters. Okay, so are really the funny.
2: feminists out there are saying, well, hold on. Why can't a movie with all these female leads have a dumb, hunky guy in it like every other fucking movie out there has some hot broad who's a dumbass in it?
3: Yeah, and that's not the problem I had with it. it
2: you was know, stupid. so that's what they're saying, and I, no. I agree. It, it, that's fair. You deserve the, that. The problem I have is the... the but f- his character could have been a little bit more dimensional.
1: The feminist yeah. movement, the, the fucking masculine movement, or the fuck you want to call them, the, all these movements. It's a Ghostbusters movie. It is a fucking ghost. It's not a political statement. It's meant to make you laugh about four women that are fighting ghosts in New York City. Okay? Where did right. the feminists come from with this? Well, this is a... Fa- fa- bra- bra- stop, women, stop. women. I'm just saying, hypothetically,
2: that's the argument. It was that a funny movie. There,
1: yeah. Whether or not they were and women or for men, me, I just felt I like enjoyed it.
2: Chris's character could have had a little bit more depth than him just being a complete fucking moron. And that's the only reason why they kept him around, because they thought he was beautiful. I agree. I thought yeah. that the exchanges with Kristen Wiig were pretty funny. I,
3: I felt, yeah, I, I felt like... Everything else was uh, in that movie was comedically above all that. It just yeah, that's uh, fair. I'm like, oh, that's fair. On.
2: Well, I like, kept wanting him to dumb be jokes. an Alien or a ghost of some kind because when he was first introduced, he didn't he like didn't understand how a phone worked. You know what I mean? Oh, I see. So I kept trying to. Oh, he's like, see, something's wrong with him. We're gonna yeah. find out later in the movie that he's a he's a ghost or he's an alien. He's possessed. He of ends some up kind. getting possessed and later. The joke yeah, there being that, that no, it's just that no, he's just a dumbass. Yeah. And like, what? Come on. If we, I
3: think if we were younger, maybe we would have caught on. Like, that would have been...
2: Uh, Less of an issue?
3: Yeah, because yeah. for us, it's like, it's a fucking phone. Like, I get it, he's dumb. For younger people, it might be like, ha-ha, yeah, phones are tough, because well, the <laughs> that's a
2: weird-looking phone. The secretary it, in the original Ghostbusters, uh, I, I don't what know her mean? name. Yeah,
3: yeah. Janine Melnitz. Janine Melnitz.
2: her character <laughs> again. Annie Potts. <laughs> was, didn't need to be multi-dimensional. Wow. Yeah, but her attitude that very dry attitude of like, I don't have time for your bullshit. Today. We got one. Yeah, Ghostbusters. I mean,
3: yeah. What do you want? <laughs> yeah. yeah, she even. What had do you a cameo.
2: want?
1: Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right.
2: So that's I don't know. That's really was my only beef with it, to be honest with you. I really did like when it. they when they yeah. first
3: introduced Chris Hemsworth um, and Kristen Wiig was kind of like Gaga over him. Yeah, I I liked it at first because to me it felt like the equivalent of um, Venkman being all about Sigourney Weaver and like uh, you know what yes. I mean. I was like, okay, you know that's sure. that's kind of a, if you you're a Ghostbuster fan, you read really deep into it. That's yeah. kind of, that's kind of fun. And like, oh no, no, we should, uh, we should take this guy, you know. Yeah. Like, Bankman with like, we should take her out to dinner. We don't want to lose her. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I got at first, and then eventually with the, with the dumb jokes, I was like, ah, oh, they're they're all everybody else in the movie is funnier than this. Please yeah. don't waste the screen time.
2: Right. Yeah. Good call. I got you. Uh, so that's there's no other thing to discuss, is there?
1: Well, what I mean, so we touched Raiders we touch Star Wars we're going to probably I want We're going to
2: get touched by something yeah, else.
1: I don't want to I didn't I didn't really want to go hugely into Star Wars uh, because I'm sure we are I mean obviously we're going to talk about it later so okay. I don't want it to like be I mm-hmm. guess mm-hmm. if we could loop back Dan mm-hmm. uh, quick quick words Sure s- succinctly you saw episode 4 the yes. original yeah. I asked you to watch it Yes give me what what do you think? It was a low-budget film that came out in 1977. It exploded and created what is a pop culture icon at this yeah. point. Why do you feel that way? Do you agree with it? And give me a what's a succinct kind of feeling on that?
2: I I couldn't tell you why it exploded or why it became so popular. I, I'm still sort of questioning why that is. I think there's so many other movies out there that it, it, that could have done that, but for some reason, Star Wars did and if i had to guess just pure speculation i i would assume that it's the storyline about a a boy who didn't know anything about his family um didn't really know who his father was and was just at that age where he just needed he had that itch he to was get 19 out. just yeah. to give you some yeah he had that itch to get out he didn't want to be a farmer anymore all his friends had already left him he was like you know what it's time for me to sow some wild oats
1: well you do realize what he was trying to do which kind of changes kind of the backdrop of the film, he kept saying he wanted to go to the Academy, Flight Academy. Yes. That was the Imperial Flight Academy. He wanted to be an Imperial pilot for the the current regime, the military. Right. But I don't think he understood how bad it was.
2: Oh, absolutely. Right. So uh, for me, I just think, for me, (laughs) that's what Bill Burr says, for me, I just think that in the late seventies, what was going on iran contra mm, situation great
3: depression Great think, Depression was yeah.
2: definitely still happening uh,
3: spanish american war
2: yep all that stuff was going on. I just think maybe the culture at that time was like you know what we we want to see a story where a young man finds his own, just gets out there and and I think by the second time, when they realize that there's an issue with his father not being around and wanting to find out who his father was, I don't know. I think I think a lot of people, even to this day, can relate to not knowing who their dad was or having a, a, a sordid, if you will, relationship.
1: Yeah, a- a absolutely, know? definitely. I mean, they asked, I mean, the, the question to George Lucas was, why, why? You know with, why?
2: with the dad stuff? No, with Star
1: Wars. Oh, why? As is a whole. Okay. Like, why? And George Lucas said, I wanted to make a movie that I wanted to see. And I wanted to see a samurai western set in space. Mm. And we got Star Wars, which is... In essence, the samurai is the Jedi. Yeah, the Western. You've got the swashbuckling Han Solo, and the backdrop is space and,
2: and the sort of frontierism
1: of space. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's Star Wars is a space Western samurai movie. Yeah. And kind of go he, anywhere, do anything. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Dan, thank you. That's. I mean, I, I wanted to kind of keep that succinct. Thank okay, you. Because we're sure. talking about Star Wars, Joe, Episode Four, Star Wars, 1977. Does it? Do you feel like it, it? The respect it's given. Do you feel it's deserved? Do you feel like it's overblown? Do you? I mean, what are your thoughts on it? No wrong answers.
3: Um, did you want me to watch that one? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
3: I, I don't know. I had kind of a fun perspective on that because I had never seen Star Wars in my life. I'm thirty. Wow. Um, My stomach
1: hurts.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's impossible for me to really contextualize what that movie meant and how it hit people at the time, uh, because that's how it became a big hit, right? Is everything going on at the time? Really, all I mean, all I could give would be my first thoughts when watching the movie, which was one. I was thinking a couple of things that kind of not off-topic, but. As I was watching it, a couple of things I noticed was like, one was, wow, these characters are constantly fucking bickering. Like, I I don't know if it just seemed that. Which one specifically? Like all of them. Give me an example from like between
2: R two D two and C three PO right away, and then
3: Han Solo and uh and Luke... even
2: with his best friend Chewie are always bickering A- and yeah.
3: yeah and i mean these are characters who barely know each other and they're fucking bickering the whole time it almost be like became an old married <laughs> yeah yeah no but it was fun though um and another thing was like as the movie goes on obviously you know it um you you're meeting all these new aliens and creatures and stuff and what's unique about it is because I mean, these pretty much anything your imagination can dream up is is what you're seeing right now, and it's like every True. character you see, you wonder, well, like not only like what the fuck is that, but you're wondering. You know about its origin, the planet it came from. How do these things interact yes, with each other? it's Have, easy
2: to write something that there's no historical fact or scientific basis yeah, to it. Yeah, it's it's easy to do,
3: but the thing is that <laughs> kind <laughs> of what's that's kind of what makes it encapsulating, I think. And uh, oh, that's a good point. And this, and because it, you know, it's an intergalactic story. It also like the story is so expansive. And the it has like this this like cumulative feel or momentum through it as you go throughout the movie. It's like it it can only it's so it's like this linear progression. It can only get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. Whereas other movies and other stories are very much like self contained. Yeah. And with this, it's just like you start out at point A and you just keep going, and the yeah. the, the universe just keeps widening, and yeah. you meet new characters, and it's just by the end of the movie. You have no choice but to want more, to because you like. I need closure on that anecdote. Yeah, but I mean, there's wow. just you've been introduced to so much more open ended things than you have yeah. received closure on.
2: You, you, you know, from
1: you, that was. I mean, honestly, can I just? I need to say this. That was probably the best explanation from a non-Star Wars fan wow. like like me that I've probably ever heard in my life. Um, and I it's know. Absolutely- it was Jerry
3: Springer's final thought on Friday.
0: show.
1: No, I mean, that was, I mean, Joe, you're absolutely right. I mean, if you, for instance, if you go in, uh, if you take a look at the scene of the most icy cantina in the beginning of the movie where um, Obi-Wan and Luke are looking for safe passage to Alderaan yeah. and they find Han Solo and Chewie, um, in what's called Star Wars Expanded Universe, which has now been rebranded by Disney to Star Wars Legends, I don't really want to get into that right now. Moving forward. Thank God. Every single one of those um, characters you see in the cantina, they have a backstory. They have like there's, they all have a name. They all have a backstory. They all have like a written, like everything. You can look it up and find that. You go to Wikipedia.com. I'm not even kidding. Like, and that's written and it's considered part of the canon or the lore and the, it's it's insanity how how deep star wars goes it is a living breathing and it's still move the timeline is still moving dan dan fell asleep dan fell asleep again
2: oh <laughs> dan, dan. <laughs> yeah so how much time has passed?
1: Anyway, um, <laughs>
2: seven and a half hours.
1: <laughs> so anyway, Joe, thank you. I mean, you put that perfectly. Um, but if we, uh, I think it's time for a break.
2: Two before we go, two things. I just, I do want to mention about the Star Wizzles. Uh, uh, well, you made me ahead. watch it, so I'm going to give you some things on it. Go ahead. Uh, so much was going on that I have to assume that I don't know. As far as editing is concerned. The transitions. Joe, did you yeah, yeah, those? a little cheesy.
3: <laughs> Chee. Very, not only
2: cheesy, <laughs> oh, but yeah. the timing of them. Uh-huh. They'd like just, you know, and star wipe. Yeah, it, it well, should have been but called star wipe. It'd be like, wipe be of star all right. <laughs> they'd be like, all right. So let's go over here. <laughs> it's like, uh, give it a second. Let the yeah. character turn around and take a breath. Then cut. You know what I mean? It was like, hey, we have to go to Alderaan to do this. Okay. <laughs>
3: Well, maybe that was part of that whole nonstop momentum there that they were trying to build, where it's just like... I gotta it, it be honest, like my the theory bang. is
2: that they did it because there was just so much movie. They didn't have the extra few seconds. They had to, we gotta squeeze this in. Oh, yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Secondly, I want to ask you, Rockness, how long from... The, for the trilogy, okay, the original trilogy, episode four, five, six. What's the
1: timeline there? Was that a week? Okay, so <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, the time between episode four and episode five, right? So a From New start Hope to, to finish,
2: did this all take place in a month?
1: Well, so in between, it's difficult to map to map the timeline within the movie. Uh, there is set. So, for instance, between episode four and five is yeah. three years. So it's been, th- or as they call it in Star Wars, cycles, because they don't have years. So between... That long? Yes. So after the first Death Star is destroyed, up until they're on the planet Hoth, That's right, because
2: they have the base there at Hoth. And correct. The, and they've been, oh my God, so they must have been there a long time.
1: Three years, correct. Wow. So then we look at the time between Empire and Jedi. Yeah. And you're looking at three to six months. Right, very, Cause, very small. Because Han's frozen in the carbonite.
3: Didn't, okay. Didn't uh, Luke's uncle use the word years?
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And
3: also about Luke's uncle, that just reminded me. Another thing I was thinking as I watched the movie was like, okay, why is Luke more upset at Obi-Wan's... Death than his fucking uncle and
2: that's and, another editing thing I had a problem with. He's staring at his dead, burned family who, uh, we're, for two co- seconds. Yeah, and of course huh, they're, they're done. Move on. They're that's a huge parents. emotional nugget. You need to explore that. You need to bring that to light more. You need to see the character go through the grieving process. Yeah, but No, in, he's just like, oh, they're dead,
3: gone. Yeah, instead they, they just write in there in the script like, okay, now I want to fight. And it's yeah. Like, okay, wink, wink, writers. Good yeah, thing.
1: I mean, there's a couple things you can kind of... Worst <laughs> movie ever. Okay, so <laughs> there's, Star... a, there's a couple things you can glean from that. Number yeah, like one, like Star Bores. <laughs> <such laughs> yeah, I'm just, just um, not kidding. Luke and Luke and his aunt and uncle. I mean, yeah, he was close to them. They raised him, but he was always at at odds with his uncle. He was always they were always arguing, and Luke had always felt like he was worth more. He had more going on. Number one, more inside of him. More, you know, his uncle kept telling him he needed to stay, he needed to stay here, and he started to build a resentment for his uncle. Did he hate him? No. Could they have explored that a little more, absolutely. And the yeah.
3: Star Wars story and everything is that his actual biological uncle, um,
1: his kind of like half uncle. Okay. Um, and then moving forward, Obi Wan Kenobi, Obi Wan Kenobi trained Anakin Skywalker, who thusly became Darth Vader. Right. In essence, Obi Wan is more family to Luke. Than, than his uncle. Than his uncle was. I mean, yeah. Obi Wan met, knew, fought with, fought alongside in the his Clone father. Wars. His father. So for him to, yeah. he thought this was the biggest link I have to my dad. This is like I, this guy could tell me everything about my dad, and now I'm going to train to be a Jedi Knight like my father was. Fuck, he's dead. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And yeah. that's and that's I guess that's where I explain it. Could they have explored that far more? Absolutely. Oh,
2: also. Uh, a couple episodes ago we talked about the arab spring and i mentioned tunisia
1: correct which the set for episode 4 still in tunisia and you can go yeah in fact gareth edwards who's who directed um who directed star wars a uh, rogue one mm-hmm. the newest one uh, for his thirtieth birthday, his wife took him to Tunisia cool. Just ha- as being a fan. Yeah. To go there and see the place and he and he was talking about how like his wife did that for him just to like see Tunisia, to see the original set, which is all there. And the little did he know, years later he would be asked to actually direct a Star Wars film. That's cool. So
2: Yeah, the scene when um I mean that whole like that's a so Tunisia is Luke's home planet
1: well Tatooine
2: Tatooine Tatooine
1: the twin sons of Tatooine
2: right and Mm -hmm. so in that scene when he's sitting there looking at the two setting suns Mm -hmm. that's definitely Tunisia correct
1: that's all Tatooine all of Tatooine is filmed in Tunisia that's so cool I was
2: like because I saw the credits going up
1: I'm like Blah, 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 filmed in Tunisia. I was like,
2: why don't we just fucking talk about it? Yeah, that? exactly.
1: I was going to make a Star Wars quip, actually, when you brought up Tunisia, and then yeah. I realized I did the whole time and place. Okay. Time and place. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, do
2: we do we take a break here or let's what? Let's go what do ahead you and think? take a break. Mm. Um, All yeah, right. Everyone's got to hey.
1: urinate. Um, but we're going to go ahead and take a break here, and we'll be right back. suck especially here in upstate New York. They're cold, wet, dreary and the salt from the roads gets everywhere. Luckily for our concrete surfaces we have Eagle Epoxy. They'll come in, they'll resurface your garage or your basement floor even. They cover it with an epoxy resin after it's been resurfaced for protection, a clean look and it's really really easy to clean especially for you car guys. They can be reached at their website eagleepoxy.us or by phone at 585 585 Four zero two four nine seven one for a free quote. Tell them the Rockness Monster sent
2: you. Okay, folks, welcome back to Critical Mass. We're here with Rockness and Joe. Yo yo yo. We've been talking way too much Star Wars, but we are talking movies today. And uh, Can't I do have a
1: movie conversation without Star Wars. I
2: did just get. Uh... Something, an email here, Uh, it's an ad for the show.
1: Oh, please, Uh, please continue.
2: It's a very, it's a quick copy. I'll read it really, really quickly. I don't know why we're getting this sent to us. I hope it's not fake. I feel like we've been getting a string of fake ones. What do you think?
1: I think every single one of, I mean, I've met the guys at Eagle Epoxy.
2: Okay, so we know they're real. I know they're real. Okay. But this one is weird because, first of all, we've said a lot of bad things about Fox News, but this is from them. Oh, okay. uh, Critical Mass, brought to you by Fox News, where men can be men, and if a woman complains about sexual assault or harassment, you'll end up with more money than them. Fox News, moving backwards.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Bill O'Reilly got fired, and it was like, typically when I go on the Internet looking for He porn, got
2: $25 million out of that settlement. He, he leaves Fox News with $25 million more than the people accusing him of the sexual assault.
1: I mean, but let's
2: move on. Yeah, okay, move on. so no movies. Po-
1: no politics today. Let's move on. Yeah. Ugh. Movies, movies, movies. So we were tasked, the three of us were tasked. We tasked each other. We, we, we tasked the world mm. to um, top five movies of all time. Um, so Good each boy. of us made a list. Um, what I'd like to start is I think all of us have a, a short honorable mention list that I don't really want to talk about. Short? I, well, I made a little, I made. I have five honorable mentions, and I don't want to really, I don't want to talk about them unless they're on your top five list. If they make your top five list, then yes, I want to talk about them. But let me, I'm going to run through my honorable mention. Joe, if you run, do you have an honorable mention? Um, yeah. And then Dan, do you have an honorable mention?
2: Yeah, I suppose.
1: Okay, so again, these we're not gonna go through and explain these unless they're on your top five. Yeah. Then we're gonna talk about them. These are okay. not on my top five, so I'm gonna go through my honorable mention movies. The Shawshank Redemption. Okay. Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. The Indiana Jones series. Yeah. The Ghostbuster series. Yeah. And La Vita e Bella, which is an Italian foreign film and probably one of the with one, the little short guy? With Roberto Benigni. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like a,
2: like five years ago, one. It's a I long, longer than, that. longer than that. Shit,
1: it was a kid. Uh, he and his son go to a concentration camp because they're Italian Jews. Yeah. But he doesn't want his son to see the ugliness of the world, so he tells his son they're at a summer camp. <laughs> let's Let's go ahead. So, Joe, your <laughs> Soft, honorable mention. Soft.
3: Um, actually, Saving Private Ryan was also on my list, and but it was
1: honorable mention I, or yeah, okay. honorable okay.
3: mention. Um, and I think it was only on my honorable mention list because out of the difficulty of putting together a top five is I, at least for me, I don't know about you guys, but I started to wander from my top five favorite movies, which is difficult enough in itself, but trying to put together movies that, you know, you think have earned are good enough universally or objectively. Agreed. Yeah. I know. You, so you, you start yeah. looking at it from an objective point. I view. completely. So could. I put saving private Ryan on, on there, but um, I think that's kind of why, but like, Braveheart, True Romance, Ooh. Uh, Stand by Me, Lethal Weapon, nice. The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a fantastic honorable mention. Oh, the list. good, the good, bad, and the ugly. Oh wow! Which, which briefly almost had a shot at my number one, and now it's not even on the list. But that's yeah. that's how flaky I am. Yeah. I don't know. Wow!
1: Yeah. Wow! That's a, actually I love I love your list, Joe. Thank you, Dan. Yeah.
2: Wow! Well, some honorable mentions, ones that I really wanted to mention, but. But just have to do it here. Ace Ventura 1 and 2. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Fair, very fair. <laughs> yeah. Tommy
2: Boy, Black Sheep, Wayne's World, Donnie Darko, Forrest Gump. Yes. Jurassic Park. Remember that movie? Yes. Mm-hmm. Try being 10 years old when that movie comes out. Yeah, I, I mean, kay? I was
1: younger than that, but I remember um, I, don't, I don't think
2: people can really try Toy that. Story. Yeah, I'll say it. I said Toy Story. No, I'm happy
1: with it. Beautiful movie. Um, And
2: just because of the nostalgia, Home Alone was yes, too yeah. I remember just being like so enamored with being a little asshole and getting away with it because I was a white kid. Imagine if Home Alone happened to a black kid.
1: Oh, my God. Different really outcomes. Serious. Different outcomes. Oh, yeah. The two thieves were white, so the cops would just show up and shoot the black boy, yeah. even though the white guys were robbing the house um, because he's black. Uh, no politics, we said no politics, yeah, yeah. so
2: that's those are my kind of outside honorable mentions
1: i I love it, uh, so I guess gentlemen, are we ready to kick this off? Yeah, Dan, are we ready? Yeah. I
2: don't know what the hell's so fucking funny <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> and I, I was...
2: all right, so we'll start with number five. We'll go round, Robin here start number five um, I'll just say it my and my wait, number five, five
1: wait. You not only have to say you're number five, okay. but you're going to have to talk about it. We have to take an item just, of clothing off. Yes. And then justify justify your reasoning. Go.
2: The Back to the Future series. Boom. Go. Uh, I mean, it's magical. It's fun. <laughs> uh, no,
3: sorry. You, just... Um the whole series
2: as
1: opposed to just like, Yeah, I so. mean it's on my uh, list too, actually. Right. Not at five though.
2: I Rockness, you said the other day that you watched Star Wars episode four, five, six
1: yeah. in one I, night. Um I watched episode four and one in one night and then right. five and six in one night. Yeah.
2: To that to me is what I could do with Back to the Future because Yep. It's just so fun. I just I, I, know, I love the characters. I love the adventurism, I, Everything about it. It's just so cool. Um, and they he makes it seem like time circus. travel is the most plausible version of time travel. You know what I mean? Like okay, he this this guy's a really smart guy, and there's this vehicle, and you got to get it to this mile an hour, and you got to add shit here and do mm-hmm. this here, and even then it's not perfect. No. You know. So, I don't know. I like that. Um, say something bad about Back to the Future. Say it. Say no, it. They, I dare you.
1: They changed uh, – it was Jennifer, her character. All right. Fuck you. That was it. That was it. <laughs> it. Yeah. That's – the the actress changed, and yeah. that threw me off a little bit. I was talking to my brother about it, actually. Yeah. He brought that up, and I agreed. Uh, And I agree, is that is the only possible downfall of those movies, uh, if you would even call that a downfall. I don't even know if I would. Yeah,
2: I just, again, a lot of these that I'm going to be mentioning hark back to my childhood. As they should. And I definitely remember seeing two, at least two out of the three in the theater. Um, Definitely saw the third one in the theater, so.
1: Right on. Just so cool, you know? Oh, yeah. Like I said, it's on my list. I'm not going to tell you where yet. But it's on there. So um, I'm going to go next. Okay. Number five, um, The Dark Knight.
3: I considered that.
1: The Dark Knight. Mm, um, okay. One, uh, number one, which I shouldn't even have to say, was Heath Ledger's performance as the Joker. Um, it won him an Oscar.
2: Okay, so out of the recent Batman movies, uh, the one with Christian Bale, Christian he Bale. did three of them. Correct. And this would be the second one that Christian Bale did. Correct. Okay.
1: Now, uh, Heath Ledger's performance um, was unnerving, was terrifying, Mm -hmm. was amazing. Um, Crushed it. He crushed it. Michael uh, Caine, who played Alfred, um, could not be on the set while Heath Ledger was... Um,
3: I can't even look at you right now. Yeah, like,
1: exactly. <laughs> um, unless they Step were doing brothers. the scene together. Um, there, he had a, like, he was, he had stopped being Heath Ledger and he had become the Joker. His makeup, all of his makeup, he refused to let anyone do. He did it himself. Um, oh, he wow. wanted that. I didn't know that. Um, the scene in the interrogation room where he gets beat the fuck out of by Christian Bale. Yeah. He told Bale, um I don't want you to hold but he was literally getting beaten up by Christian Bale.
2: Wow.
1: Honestly, it's my number five because that movie changed the way I look at superhero movies. That was not really a superhero film, that was a drama. Um it was set on the backdrop of of Batman. Batman, in my mind, the story of Batman was the backdrop yeah. of this drama.
2: It was clearly the darkest.
1: It was dark. It was yeah. brooding. Um, it was it, it. It took my breath away in certain points, um, in certain moments. And the Joker was he was masterful. He was insane. He was truly insane. And Heath Ledger's performance in that mm-hmm. was a nonstop ride. And so much of that was ad lib. So much of that was out of his brain. The licking of the lips. The little limp. He created these things. Mm. Um, the scene where uh, he's trying to blow the hospital up, and he's, like, like hitting the thing. Yeah. That was all. He made that up. The explosions didn't go off as they were supposed to. They just kept it in the movie because it was great because he was just, like, hitting it, and yeah. then finally went off, and he was like, oh. You know, and <laughs> yeah. that was all there. They were, they. Were, the rest of the, the cast was genuinely afraid of him. Oh, yeah. They were terrified of him. They didn't know what it was he was going to do next or say next. Yeah. The the stories that he would say about how he got the scars just started talking. Um, you know. So what you're well, saying
2: is I didn't know all that Heath Ledger made that movie and made that movie a number five for you. Like that's the reason why it's on that list
1: his performance in the Joker blew yeah. me away. And this yeah. is coming from a person. I followed Batman. I've read his comics. I've watched every single movie. Batman, the animated series cartoon show is one of my favorite things. Batman has ever. And
3: read. it's, I mean, it's not like Jack Nicholson was a slouch as Joker. either. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, yeah, he played a like great Joker. Short. You're a tremendous. Slouch. Yeah. He, pl-
1: he played a fantastic Joker. In fact, he mm-hmm. apparently he called Heath Ledger to tell him not to take the part. And he said, why? And he goes, because it, it caused my cocaine problems. Like oh. Jack Nicholson, like uh, you know, I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Yeah. Um. But you know, and Mr. Ledger, he read the Killing Joke. Um. If you have not read the Killing Joke or have seen the new cartoon adaptation, which is an R-rated cartoon, um, Batman movie, um, recently out, I suggest taking a gander at that. It is, um, it's the darkest, most vulgar, scariest Joker realization and on paper which is called the killing joke and heath ledger based his, the entire character on that book that graphic novel oh
3: do you think um heath Ledger's the reason that jared leto you know did all those had all those antics shooting suicide squad do you think he was trying to to be the joker that heath ledger was because I, I, I heard all kinds of crazy stories about Jared Leto being the Joker and shit that he did on set.
1: Yeah. Um, he First and foremost, I think Jared Leto is a very talented actor. Me too. Um, unfortunately, he did not display any of those talents as the Joker. Right. I, I didn't um, see
3: Suicide Squad. I did record it over the weekend, so oh. we'll be um, seeing
1: it. It's an all right movie. It's okay. Hmm. Um, DC really hasn't been able to do anything at the level of Marvel except for the Batman series, the Dark Knight trilogy. Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight Rises, which to me are better than any of the Marvel movies, but that's that's it.
0: Okay, That's all they've
1: been able to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. Suicide Squad was not a good movie. Jared Leto as the Joker was not good. I see. But Heath Ledger, I mean, really took it and ran with it and made it. I mean, made it what it was. I mean, it was, it was psychotic.
3: But it, yeah, when you said that before about him being totally insane, it immediately I thought of when somebody said something like that in, in the movie. One of the characters and he's like, "No, I'm not," and they're like, "Yeah, you are." He's like, "No, I'm not." Yeah, and that's that was a great moment for him because. You can tell, first of all, you get the impression, like I might be just getting a little dramatic about it, but you get the impression that he's been hearing that his whole life, you know, and he's, you know, probably heard that more than once, but also that he, he does believe it. He believes he's not insane.
1: Exactly. So he believes he's it was, more evolved.
3: It was just one of those, uh, just a line that was delivered so subtly, but it was, there was, you know, so much more was said and, and just the way he delivered it.
1: Oh, then just
3: the line. Absolutely.
1: A- absolutely. I mean, the the killing joke uh, describes one um, Joker uh, turning the Batgirl into a paraplegic, which was just vile. Um, and, you know, when asked about it, the Joker's response is, don't get mad at me. I was aiming for her head. And, you know, and yeah. for Heath Ledger to take that role. That character and make mm-hmm. it what it was, for me, I went into the theater as a person who watched movies as a Batman fan.
0: Yeah.
1: I left the theater a different person in terms of my fandom for Batman, in terms of my fandom for superhero movies, in terms of the way I looked at superhero films, in terms of the way I looked at dramas. I left that film different. Mm. And that you're going to notice a lot of my top five is movies that I I went in and I left different. Okay. So that's my fi- That's my number five.
2: Okay, well, setting the stage here. Joe.
1: <laughs> ja, ja, how do yeah. you pronounce it? Ja, jao? Pan. Don't, don't
2: even, it's like disrespectful. Pan. Jow. There's a, don't, there's that's a, that's a D. That's disrespectful. A, is that just let, him, let like, him pronounce it. It's like it. A it. A G silent. In I your own it. language, you say it.
3: Um...
2: How do you pronounce your
3: name? You you don't have to say my name if you don't want. Okay. All right. Um <laughs> we're going
2: to call you Yeah, Jill. my
3: my number 5. Uh I was actually I was trying to decide between three movies, Office Space, Cable Guy, and Dumb and Dumber. And I was on my way here and uh like we were talking about a little while ago um it was one of those one of those situations where on a different given day I may have made a different choice, but sure, I, I, yeah. and I was just going crazy trying to like trying to you know justify my choice and stuff, and I, I was thinking, you know what, cable guy, it's just out of the three, it's been the longest yeah. since I've seen that one, so out of the three, I would happily watch that movie today. Um, yeah. Also, I think. One of the reasons that movie is so great for me is because, or I think it's so great, is because, I, I mean, it's so to to say it's like um, to say that it's overlooked is is a huge understatement. You know, it was received terribly. One
2: hundred percent agree there. Yeah, yeah. It,
3: it, especially back in the nineties, I mean, yeah. the Cable Guy was not just a flop. But it was made fun of in other comedic arenas. I mean, I mean, oh, like, wow. I can recall, like, Third Rock from The Sun, The Simpsons make taking jabs at the cable guy. And The Simpsons, that surprised me, because yep. you would think, like, writers of 90s Simpsons episodes mm. would appreciate a movie like The Cable Guy.
2: Yeah.
3: And, you know, it's like, it's, oh, there's that horrible script from The Cable Guy. Nearly ruined Jim Carrey's career. <laughs> um, wow. But yeah, so no. it, it just, it was it, and it there. also, it also showed that Jim Carrey could be funny in a different way than just making rubbery facial expressions. Right. You know, it, True. so it's, it's a dark comedy. Um, it's so it's got that dark humor, which I appreciate very much. And it's awkward too. I feel like, I, I feel like the cable guy kind of was one of the first super funny movies that did awkward humor, because there's plenty of it in the movie. Agreed. And Broderick did a great job of it And that became such... Awkward humor became such a staple of bigger comedies after that, like Anchorman, and pretty much every Will Ferrell comedy, that's part of his humor, is creating awkward situations.
2: The The
1: awkward tension, yeah. Yeah.
3: And uh, just, I mean, it's you know, you the, can't. Should home. I
1: laugh? Moments. The should I be laughing at yeah. this? And, and then, yeah, laughing just, at the fact that you're having that moment.
3: Him, right. him in the van, it, 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 like you really want to know my name? Do, you do? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> it's Ernie Douglas, <laughs> but my Douglas. friends call me Chip. And then his stupid smile. Right. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and also you're just kind of picturing what Ben Stiller thought was funny as the right. director and it, it's, it's right. just, that's
1: a great point. Yeah. Actually. Um, yeah. Everything. And like then, even I the mean, little
2: stuff with the, the twin brothers that was going on, the <laughs> yeah. killing, like everything, every Stan little and, nugget uh, of wow, that movie yeah. is so great. Yeah. But yeah, I, I agree. Joe is so underrated. Really, underrated. No one talked about Very it Very underrated. Then. Yeah. It's, I, I mean,
3: guy. for, <laughs> Out of underrated comedies, I think it's the funniest underrated comedy I can think of. Yeah. Whereas like Office Space became a cult classic, Dumb and Dumber Oh my god. Is it that I, mm. I don't like this phrase, but I mean it is what it is. It's just,
1: Yeah. It's the so Fairley funny. Brothers at their best, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um
2: Un- untouchable. Yeah. Good. So that I'm, yeah, I'm glad five. you liked it. <laughs> and yeah,
3: on um on another day I could have easily chosen Office Space or Dumb and Dumber or some other movie,
2: but Yeah. Wow! Wow! that's first, five. First first five down.
1: Five out of the bag, Daniel. Number okay. Number four.
2: You didn't want to take a break here.
1: No. Um, okay. We keep we going. Keep going.
2: I'm sure the listeners do. My they, number they four. Can just stop listening. The listeners. Yeah, just hit pause. You fucking bastard. They
1: turn this off.
2: <laughs> number four. The Big Lebowski.
1: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm out there. Yeah. Good
2: call. I mean, if you haven't seen it. You're an idiot, and we're no longer friends. Well, that's,
1: like, your opinion, dude.
2: <laughs> and if you have seen it and you don't like it, you're probably a terrorist. Easily. Uh, but if you have seen it and you like it, then you agree with me that it that it should be in your top five, too. Um, the writer slash director for that, what were these guys? Uh, the, uh, Coen brothers, Coen right? Coen, the Coen, Coen brothers, right? Yeah. Coen brothers, correct. These guys... Their style of movie that they typically write and, and produce, it's just – it's so unique. Do you know what I mean? Oh, It yeah. doesn't necessarily follow any specific type of genre. I mean is The Big Lebowski a comedy? No. Oh,
1: we don't know. Is it a
2: drama? No. Is
1: it, a, is what it is an it? expose on the 90s warmongering of the United There's States? There's
2: so many things. It's so many things. Yeah, kinda, but a lot of their movies are like that. You can't exactly peg them like, as okay, it's this gonna be it's gonna be this.
3: Like Wes Anderson except way less hipster.
2: Yeah. yeah. I agree.
3: I yeah. yeah. agree. Yeah.
1: I like Wes Actually, Anderson.
3: Actually uh, fun little fact, I believe that um, Bill Murray did the Garfield movie. Because he saw the name Cohen and just agreed to do it, and then didn't realize later that it was a, it wasn't who, you know wasn't one of the, the Cohen brothers. Oh, it was spelled no. differently. That's so sad. Because <laughs> oh, you
1: ever yeah. see Welcome to Zombieland or Zombieland? Zombieland. I, I know
2: that he's in it. I've seen oh his yeah, 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 yeah. Because he does already. a. I didn't see them, but but he's in it. He yes. plays
1: himself. Yeah. and he pretends to be a zombie right. the whole time, so we can get he can golf. Because there's no the yeah. one in front of him, and they think he's a zombie, and they shoot him, and he's dying. Right, and, he's, and they're like, "Oh my god!" Before you die, Bill, do you, Bill, do you do you have any regrets? And he's like, "Ah, uh, Garfield." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it's uh, great. so great. Yeah. Anyway, Big Lebowski.
2: Yeah, the Big Lebowski. So many layers to the movie as well, and to the point where people actually begin to think uh, that it's actually an allegory. Go into that, please. Well. Some people believe that it's it's that he's supposed to be Jesus, and yeah, there's all these different theories and levels to it. Like, okay, it's really just a big metaphor for all of this and all of that.
1: Well, I mean, anyone can read, you know, read into or absolutely. But I mean, for
2: it to be such a cult classic to the point where people are so obsessed with it that they begin drawing those conclusions on their own. It just tells you that the movie is that in-depth that you can do that.
1: Well, yeah, absolutely. It's one of, it's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Easily.
2: It's, I mean, every, it's so quotable, for one, which is why I really like it. I mean, Shomor Shabbos. Everything. I mean, we could, literally, we could spend a whole podcast just quoting The Big Lebowski. We
1: could completely devote an entire and podcast to And
2: I'll, I'll just say that uh, – how about we do this? I'll say my favorite quote. You just want – you got to pick one. Of the movie and mine is, yeah, man, I got a rash man. That's it. That's mine. What's yours?
0: <laughs>
1: um fuck. There's Joe, do you have one on deck? 'Cause I I mean that's so hard right oh, now. Oh they're gonna kill um, that poor eight, woman. Ready, ready? <laughs> uh, eight year olds, dude. Yeah. Eight year
2: olds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, right there. Eight
3: year olds, man. Um off the top of my head, Shavas Donny is the Jewish day, jewish just day of rest <laughs> just the way. Just the way you yeah. condescendingly expressed yeah. yeah. you it's like
1: you're a child wandering into a movie in the middle yeah. of it just asking um, questions you know
3: <laughs> you know the um commercial i forget what it's for shit but it's these these metal dudes in a band in a van that they it won't start uh-huh. it's kind of a newer commercial they all have long hair and shit and the one in the back is like the so-and-so county fair, or the people at the so-and-so county fair are about to get their faces melted, and the van won't start. Mm. And the one dude's like, I guess their faces are safe. The driver, um, they're like, shut up, shut up. And uh, the driver's like, I don't need your help. And then he goes to start it again. And the look he gives out of the corner of his eye when he's going to start it reminds me of John Goodman in that movie, just his, I don't okay. know, his
2: delivery. Well, it's either a Geico commercial or it's an Aspen Dental commercial. That's my theory. It's probably Geico. Okay. Geico. It's just... You can't even explain it. There are fraternities mm -hmm. that... uh, Where it went
1: for your birthday. The theme of that whole place.
2: It was just a small bowling alley. And yeah, they had lots of different... uh, The guy
1: told me. I mean, they're... Lebowski
2: shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. It's just so cool.
1: You're saying a fraternity though?
2: What? Uh, There are fraternities that make their pledges do something Big Lebowski related, like either quote an entire scene or, you know, dress up like someone. As and, they should. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's a cool movie. And if you don't like it, then oh, actually, you have really bad taste. I,
3: I, I think, um, sorry, just to cause I'm a, I'm an idiot and I go back and think. Um, I think one of my favorite quotes, maybe more so my favorite scene than my favorite quote is, it's Sandra.
2: <laughs> see, see, <laughs> see. <laughs> see? What do you do, Italian?
3: Lebowski? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What Talking. do you do, man? Oh, nothing much. <laughs> uh, oh, nothing much. It's Cassandra i yeah.
0: that's that's one of the
3: scenes where I, I hope I don't think of that randomly when I'm by myself somewhere in public because I'll <laughs> just have start to fight laughing. not to laugh <laughs> and look like a <laughs> fucking weirdo. Right. Well, I don't. That I will hold back right? if
2: I find something funny, and even if it's in my head, I'm gonna start laughing out loud. I don't care where I am. <laughs> well, I'm not absolutely, a, I'm not alone. Yeah, like I
1: laughed all during Schindler's List, and now <laughs> everyone else was like, "This isn't a comedy," and I'm like, "I, no, don't I was thinking understand. about something else." First of all, it's Liam Neeson's. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yep. Anyway, and excuse me, I am uh, actually making myself drinks. I got really drunk last night. And so I'm drinking more now because I'm so hungover.
2: So that was my number four. Let's move on to Rockness's number four.
1: Number four. My number four is loaded Ooh. because I have. I actually gross. Picked, I actually picked two movies for my number four.
2: Two. Can't do that. One. Well, are they connected? No. Well, then you can't do yeah, that. Can't I'm do sorry. No. No. Let me
1: explain. Well, let me. Okay. Explain. Okay.
2: You're in the hole right now.
1: That's fine. I don't give a shit. It's the only. It's the only thing I've done. The rest of them are all not this. Continue. Okay. So the reason I chose these two movies as my number four is because they made my brain explode and then look at everything in terms of existence completely differently. <sighs> You're such an exaggerator. I'm, I'm not. I mean, I literally, again, I discussed this with The Dark Knight. You know, I went into that movie and came out different in terms of the way I look at superhero movies.
3: And what did The Dark Knight think? <laughs> you said you discussed it with him. Um, oh, funny. sorry. Um, so your number
2: four my is... My number
1: four, these are two movies that I went into the theater to see, and when I came out, I actually came out a different fucking person as the way I looked at life all around uh-huh. me uh-huh. and existence. Uh-huh. And those two movies are The Matrix and Interstellar
3: interstellar Interst- i
1: didn't
2: interstellar. see interstellar yet but i do plan on it me okay. neither
3: the only thing oh, i've heard about guys, it from somebody Jesus who Christ. somebody i know who's seen it is what i've heard is it's really loud yes so if you have a good surround sound don't watch it late at night if you're living with other people that's really the only feedback i've heard well so it that's must be stupid awesome. feedback
1: but it's true feedback. quite <laughs> <laughs> um, your tongue so I'll start with The Matrix. First of all, The Matrix discussing the fact that we are living in a fantasy world that doesn't actually exist. And that it's actually a thousand years further into the future.
2: A computer simulation, <clears throat> and yes, mm-hmm.
1: and our bodies are being used as and harvested as batteries, if you will, because of the BTUs of energy that we give off to power the machine world. Mm-hmm. In order for us to stay quiet and sleeping within our pods, if you will, that they use for battery power. Yeah, we are. Our brains are hooked up into a fantasy world of what we currently know.
2: This is what you sound like. I'm telling you, man, we're just like pods to the machines. Like we're just like I, giving off energy to them. And they're like feeding well, on
3: us, man. I'm not talking
1: about real life. Probably
3: about- <laughs> was the most compelling documentary I've seen. I'll give yeah. you
1: that. Okay. So it's not a documentary. It's it's a fictional it's a fictional movie. Um however, it expanded my mind at a very young age at the time, um, in terms of the world. It expanded my mind to think of things. In such a broader way of the what ifs and the uh, holy shits and all of that, like just you know uh, i it's so hard to explain. I mean, both of you have seen the Matrix, correct
2: I would agree I yes. think that the, one of the
1: biggest things about The
2: Matrix is that there really wasn't a movie like it before it no, it was so unique and so different, so stylized. Um, the tricks that they were doing with the camera, the slow motion stuff, the jumping off the walls, but then Cutting on top out. of the visual stuff, the idea that you just mentioned that, you know, philosophically, very, yes. Just, it was, it, so you, it was like a one two punch. It
1: became an obsession for me. Yeah. Since I saw that, like, I saw everything,
2: movie. like the fight scenes were different. Everything was different about it. Exactly. You know? yeah, it, I guess it was kind of
3: almost like the ultimate, um, martial arts movie in the sense of like actual, you know, Asian martial arts movies kind of marrying uh, philosophy with action. But it was fucking yeah. the ultimate at both. Yeah, yeah like, exactly.
1: And then people, they talk, so you have the first Matrix, which by the way, I just heard is going to get a reboot. Oh no. Which, I don't want, you know what? We're not going to get into yeah. that right now. We
3: kind of already um, got into it a but, little while ago at the, yeah when when they kind of remake or make sequels to or reboots or whatever. Yeah, I'm just, it's just um, never going
1: to live up to it. It's not. But so if we look at The Matrix Reloaded and The Matrix Revolutions moving forward, people are like, these are shitty fucking movies. <laughs> yeah. And and my response is this. Those are two bad movies that extend the lore of something that I love. Yeah. And that for me was, I went to the theater to see Reloaded. Yeah. I went to the theater to see Revolutions. Why did I go? I wasn't going in thinking... This is going to live up to the Matrix, the first one. However, right. it will expand the lore of, of a world, of a universe that I want to know more about in terms of expanding my brain. And then the final fight scene between Agent Smith and fucking Neo was mind-blowing. And I also liked in Reloaded, mm-hmm. they added this little thing, which I thought was funny. So, in essence, the Matrix is a giant computer, and we all live inside of it. It's it's a computer that is a... I keep
2: falling asleep. Keep going. (laughs) Great. I don't want to be rude. Such
1: a douchebag. There's these... We're in a computer-generated fantasy world, right? And they're Uh like... So, Neo's asking about these people he recently fought that were like, what the fuck? They were like ghosts and werewolves or whatever, vampires, and they're like, what the fuck is that all about? And she goes... Well, they're they're viruses. They're, com- they're computer programs that are added. Anytime someone sees an angel, sees a werewolf, sees mm. a vampire, it's just someone fucking around in the Matrix creating some kind of like program. Virus. Yeah. For some reason, as a kid, I thought that that was such a cool like a way, way to look at it. Yeah. Like wow, that's that's really neat. So someone who ha- was able yeah. to hack into the Matrix and add mm. a little like program, add a little like virus. Did vampires and, where, and angels, and where I thought that was really neat. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Now, in terms of Interstellar, I want to keep this as brief as possible. Please do. Because um, Inter- we haven't seen it. Interstellar is... It's just so good. It discusses what is the highest and most influential power that we have... That we do not know how to use, Mm. but could possibly use. Okay, is non-quantifiable and has no rhyme or reason, and that's love.
2: I thought you were going to say the force.
1: No, no. this Interstellar is about love, and I don't mean love between a a man and a woman, and
2: the uh, way God intended.
1: I don't mean gay love. Oh, I mean love. Mm-hmm. love uh, it's so hard to since you haven't you two fucking pieces of shit haven't seen this movie yeah honestly both of you are stupid I've gone to the theater twice to see this movie I think oh, there are cool. a
3: lot of stupid out people out there who haven't seen it Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So you're just, uh, I'm just part of that group
1: I'm yeah. not the only one <laughs> no but you you need to see this movie it made me cry like literally cry like a child twice um, Casey Affleck in the movie was fantastic for being a huge piece of shit <clears throat> excuse me, John Lithgow mm. was fantastic but honestly, the fact that Matthew McConaughey didn't win an Oscar for his performance I don't even know what else to say uh,
3: oh, I'm okay with him not winning an Oscar uh, uh, yeah, well, well you
1: haven't seen Interstellar yet <laughs> so I mean, let's, let's look at his past movies, I, get, I agree with you I 100%. Know. But Interstellar. The
2: Dallas Buyers Club, have you seen that? Yeah.
1: Man, nah, it was alright.
2: It was okay, yeah. Oh, I thought his performance in it was pretty good. He was I great. You he know was what? Amazing he's, Interstellar. he's it's one of those situations
3: where he's a great actor, I guess. Um he's 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 a really good actor, I'll say. Yeah. But it, I it's reaching the point where he's annoying me. I'll, I'll say you. that. I get you, <laughs> like, buddy.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, all right, Matt. Enough for now. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I, so, I
3: I saw him in some um like, group interview uh, where they they were interviewing actor and directors also basically people who were um, gonna be nominated for Oscars yeah. and he was there and you know you have like Casey affleck and the actor from moonlight nope maybe one of uh, Adam driver Adam driver yeah so they have all these intelligent articulate people sitting there and uh Casey Affleck was <laughs> He was being asked a question about a scene in, um, uh, was it Manchester by the Sea? I haven't seen yeah, that yet either. I really neither, want not see neither. Um, he was being not asked, understood. asked about a scene in that where he's, um, talking with the other chick there, um, the, the female star of the movie. Yeah. And they're kind of interrupting each other. Uh, it's kind of awkward and it was kind of realistic and it was, you know, a, really well acted and stuff. And the, um. Guy asking him the question was asking him if that was scripted or whatever. And, yeah. And Casey Affleck had just gone gotten through explaining like, yeah, it was actually written word for word that way, like where to interrupt each other. He's like, we we actually really did follow had the to script rehearse it, verbatim. Yeah. Uh, and and then Matthew McConaughey interjects and goes into his loopy fucking you know Texan philosophy about you know sometimes you you're just you do take and you just go with it and you, you kind of afterwards you, you look to the director and you just kind of wink and say, that was it. And Casey Affleck's like, I mean, no, we really didn't follow, follow the script. He was trying to be polite about it, but it was, it's like, shut up, Matthew McConaughey. Just uh, you cool. weren't yeah, listening at all. You realize it.
1: where McConaughey came from, though. He's a fucking nobody. He didn't go to acting school. Yeah, I know. I mean, he I just f- kind of showed up, and everyone was like, "Wow, you're good."
2: Anyways.
3: I don't, I don't hate Matthew McConaughey by any stretch. I just, I, I want to
2: hug him. I mean, sometimes people do need to shut up. Sometimes. Well, yeah, that's. I mean, <laughs> and I'm me. looking at you, Rock. I'm, I'm well aware. Um,
1: I don't give a fuck. I keep talking.
2: So yeah, as,
3: as I interrupt you and hijack but I got, okay, your so
2: the, but you didn't really explain why you, why you, okay. So they just blew your mind and that's why there's two these number are, fours. These that's are fucking literal, bullshit. These
1: are, okay. First of all, don't poke holes in my shit. Okay. Right? Yeah.
2: I'm poking holes in your shit. It's bullshit. No.
1: The Matrix and Interstellar are two movies that I went to the theater to see, and when I left... But one's better than the other. One's better than the other. I don't have a better one. So is
3: your top five calibrated on how much your life changed based on... Because you have two separate movies as a number four.
1: Yeah. Those two movies made me feel the exact same way in terms of how I look at life. This
2: this is a top five list. Yeah. Not a top five list of movies that may or may not have blown your mind. I have
1: three other movies that don't have the same reasoning that are singular, okay? So <laughs> this is my four. I couldn't choose between the two of them. And the common likeness. The, the common, listeners. The, the listeners thread. listeners
2: have voted. The
1: common thread.
2: <laughs> and they're telling you you're wrong. Fuck. Fuck you. <laughs> they have.
1: No, that's not true. These two what movies. What was your number five? My number five was The Dark Knight.
2: Then The Dark Knight is Six.
1: No, because yes. I don't have the Matrix and. Anderson.
2: Joe, no, I'm sorry, it's number six. Yeah. yeah, Dark Knight is six, and those two can fight over four and five. And but that's Joe, where they go. What
1: is your number four? <laughs> okay, <Yeah>. fuck <laughs> you, Dan.
2: I actually have. Fuck you, uh, Dan. This
1: is Dan's address, uh, I and mean, Dan, I'm going <laughs> to post it at the bottom. You're going to go to his house. Everybody
2: and, knows I'm right. It's cool. In, no, it's
1: bullshit.
3: Interestingly enough, I have 28 movies for number four. <laughs> yeah, I mean by, by by
2: by the rockness's logic, that's fair.
1: No, that's... Yeah, you could do whatever... This is your top five. I don't fucking tell you, Dan. This is how you need to do your top five. I don't look at Joe and say, your top five list, do it. No,
3: but universally, the idea of a top five list consists of five movies. Or at (laughs) least... When you say... (laughs) (laughs) or when you say back to the future the series you're talking about it as one as complete group. work. Right. So, yeah,
1: that's there in my list.
3: These are two separate movies. Well. Anyways, least, you know what? It's number 4. I I wasn't lying about the 28 part 28 days later actually. Oh. Um, I'll go into that I part, I don't want to uh, I don't want to try creating a really good case for this one um because I did kind of come up with this list on the drive over here. Because <laughs> um, I had all these movies, and I was trying circulating to circulating through your yeah, brain. Yeah, and I I did settle on five movies. I were drunk. So anyway, yeah. Well, yeah. I said I was driving. I was. <laughs> you so, have
1: to be nowadays. Yeah,
3: <laughs> hammered, writing out a list of movies. But twenty eight days later, no seatbelt on. Um, and I was kind of. It's on the short list of movies that it's you know clearly kind of a genre movie. It's a horror movie. Yeah, and. um, almost a zombie movie but it's an outbreak movie but it's one of the few movies that stands alone like you were kind of talking about with the dark knight it's just a good movie it's not just a good horror movie yeah i mean it's a good film and yes. it also Agreed. gritty at yes yeah and uh, at the time when Josh and I we were all making those stupid movies we would make yeah um but we it was funny cuz they were so ridiculous but we really tried as hard as we could to ultimately make them look good you yeah. know in editing and stuff right, like that right right and uh 28 days later actually influenced me a lot and sort of um uh, it's another movie that i mean i saw it when i was like 16 or whatever but not only did it kind of influence the way i analyzed films mhm but it also introduced me to new music too. It was just, it was so different to the way it was shot. It was shot like on video, like, you know, it looks like sort of, it was shot on like a high eight camera. Yeah, And yet the the shots are so brilliant too, though, even though it is, it does look like fucking surveillance footage or something. Great actors. And, uh, you know, what is it? Um, Danny Boyle, director, train spotting, um, you know, great director and the music actually too. It, it introduced me to a band that I still listen to now that I think is, you know, like a top 10 list of bands for me, Mogwai, but not, Magui, that, not wow. that, not that, not that is in the movie, but Godspeed you, Black Emperor, that one awesome scene when he first wakes up and he's, you know, yeah. walking around and, uh,
2: and abandoned London. Yeah. yeah.
3: And, uh, Godspeed you, Black Emperor is the band that, Um, made that song i forgot the name of the song yeah but because of that i discovered mogwai and got into that it it opened up a whole new uh, a whole new realm of for our stupid movie making yeah and seeing how not just the score to a movie but using how carefully you can select music and how it can just enhance your movie. Affect
1: the
2: tone. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. wow. I think I that's agree. not
1: something that's been brought up yet, and Joe, that's- That's why it, I
2: brought him in here.
1: Okay, first of all, let me, let's stop for a second. No. Fuck, fuck you. <laughs> that was, that's Joe.
2: I'm taking no, credit no, for how awesome Joe is. No, I'm taking all no, of credit. No,
1: Joe brought up music. I believe it was Joe, uh, Joe who said it. But
2: it was my idea to bring him in here.
1: It was I believe both of us had nope, said No nope. we were No okay, yeah, but, first of all, eat my <laughs> asshole. Okay, because I said you're know, like who are we bringing... I said are we bring John <laughs> so, yeah." My it, idea. To be
3: fair though it was my idea to record this without clothes on.
1: <laughs> and we thank you for that. Why do we always go there? We always go second. there. Well the at, least, know, at least we have died, some anal beads left from the last episode.
2: Any spray. Any yeah. spray.
3: So, so. yeah, twenty eight days later I think it I think it's a strong number four, and um,
2: agreed. Yeah, just side note: twenty-eight weeks later, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. as strong as a movie. Shot completely different.
3: Still, great use of music, though. At least they Still, got that part right.
2: That's fine. I think one of the yeah. scariest scenes in all of cinema that I've ever seen mm-hmm. is, uh, and Joe knows what I'm talking about. They kids in the movie go back to their abandoned house. I don't for what reason I can't remember, but they end up discovering their mother in the attic. ooh
1: <laughs> yeah i I was
2: like I'm not a
1: big zombie guy it's an well, she's not movie. a zombie, but twenty eight days later was a great movie, right, and that's and I would that's watch the it thing again. too
3: Is like it, as far as like okay, I know on the nerdy level, it's not technically a zombie movie, but for all I mean practically speaking, it is okay, it's a zombie movie. And I, I'm not really, I was never scared by zombies, never thought it was really that cool, but that movie is fucking awesome.
1: Well, yeah. And like, and going back to like, you know, on a nerdy level, it's not really a zombie movie, but for people like me that hate zombies because I think it's overdone and I think there's so many fucking movies, like zombie, oh my God, it's a zombie movie. It's not a zombie movie? Oh my God if John Travolta was was doing this but um 28 days later however that is a it's a good movie it's a movie that is good yeah and i would watch it again yes yeah it's not like the walking dead where it's like it's fucking stupid slow boring well what I know it's was, not a it's not a movie. It's a TV. Other show,
2: than uh, Twenty Eight Days Later, there was another straight up zombie movie with fast zombies. The one in the mall. What was that one?
3: Um. Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, Dawn, Dawn of the, the
2: Dead. Dead. Which, Man. obviously, was a reboot that we saw. Yeah, it was and okay. also
3: back to the conversation with Russ, it was actually one of the few reboots that I thought was really good.
2: Right, and because the original, they were slow zombies. Yeah. And the reboot, they were fast then zombies. Then you've got Resident but Evil. But was was that the first time that our generation had seen, or anybody had seen, fast zombies? Or was that in... I didn't even years. realize there was what a fast Uh... This is new to me. Because I, I remember kind of being blown away by that. Like, I this think is 28 cool.
3: Days Later came first. I want to say 28 Days Later was like maybe 2002 and Dawn of the Dead was like 04. Okay. I, I could be 100%
0: yeah. wrong. I'll look
2: but it. to be fair, to your point, it, 28 Days Later wasn't really a zombie movie. It was more of an outbreak. Okay, like 28 Days are just Later, 2002... Sick. And then you're going to die from this virus. That was the right. kind of thing. I mean,
1: yeah, that, zombies, whatever. 28 Days Later was a great film. Yeah. I, I just, that's my.
2: It,
3: yeah,
0: yeah, to yeah, the We Death, can argue semantics yeah. all
1: day. But, I mean, 28 Days Later, I'm agreeing with Joe, whether or not it was a fucking zombie movie. Zombies, outbreak, outbreak of zombies. It was a great film. Agreed. I enjoyed it. So that's, uh, Joe, do you have anything else?
3: Um, nope, I stopped at number four, so I can leave. Uh, <laughs> All
1: right, so we're only going to get Joe's five and four, and we're going to ask him to leave politely. Yeah. No, actually, um, we're going to go ahead. We're going to take a short break. I want to uh, thank everyone, and I hope you uh, hope you come back when we come Shut back. Shut the fuck up. Thanks a lot. We'll be right back. The Critical Mass Podcast can now be found at the8o'clockstop.com. That's the8o'clockstop.com. O'clock stop.com. We're there along with our friends at the Hypothetically Speaking podcast where they answer hypothetical questions. It's a lot of fun, and you'll also find a whole bunch of other fun multimedia there, uh, from music to art to, well, all kinds of stuff. Check it out real soon. That's the8o'clockstop.com. Hope you guys enjoyed part one of our 17-part saga top five movies of all time. We will be back with part two actually of this stay tuned and uh in the meantime don't kill each other